You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have uh, Into the Badlands. This was episode 204. And what kind of whack name do we have for this one? The hmm. palm of the... Something. Paul of the Iron Fox. Paul, we, you just nailed palm. it. Palm of the Iron Palm Fox. of the Iron Fox. Come on, man. Sorry. Palm, palm of the Iron Fox. Yeah. Fits nowhere to me. Could you come up with the slightest guess here? Nope. I thought it was going to have something to do with one of the barons. Yeah, or any of the barons of Fox. I didn't see any other sigils. At least palm. I didn't pay attention. Hmm. Palm. I'm trying to think of like weapons. Like We had one of the barons with the uh, Who was Iron Fox? Knuckles. <laughs> I don't know. I had nothing. Um, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> moving this, on. The titles have never been strongest. Yeah. Of this. Oh, yes. I think mean, last week we had a good uh, one. The last one leak was actually on the point. It was only on point because it made somewhat sense. Hey, that's all we're asking hey, for. That's yeah. That is a better reach than what we got here. Okay. Okay. So let's iron. break it down. Give us the overall thoughts. You know, what would you rate this one in comparison? You know, one to ten scale. Talk at me. Um. Well, IMDb gave it a nine point one. Felt like that was pretty <laughs> high. Uh, it wasn't my favorite just because we didn't get enough of all the characters. Like we had that big sunny episode last week and everything, and I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of that this week. And then we probably got more MK than I cared for. I'll be honest, I was really looking forward to this episode because I think I had my expectations a little too high because I was mildly disappointed with quite a bit of the episode. Um, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there that this is the worst episode production there is. Of all six first season and the first three before this season, this is my least favorite episode. And part of the reason is is because they they spent all week promoing the fight with Widow. And that was the fight. And... It was very short. It yeah, anticlimactic. And very anticlimactic. No death, you know, of anybody of importance, well, you know, in the in in that scene. Eh, but we'll go over it in a minute. This is my opinion. Okay. So, and then there was a lot of flaws in this one that were highly noticeable to me. And then th- this was the first one I can honestly say also had some cheese in it too. Oh, no, there's some cheese in there. This was, this was, it was reeking some, some cheese. So th- this was the first time, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it because I thought some of the cinematic stuff was really, really cool. I love the intro for Quinn. I love the, like, some of the montage stuff. Uh, and of course, I love the, the cool set pieces they added for this. I mean, there was so much I really, 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 really liked. But I think it's like you said a minute ago, the episode gave you a lot to expect, and they waited till the very end of the episode. And, and they didn't do it justice. And they didn't do it justice. And, and don't get me wrong, they kind of shock you at the end, you know, but then I have problems without how that was executed as well. So I've got, there's, you know, for some, if something is good, I've got something bad to go with it. So it's going to be an interesting episode for me. Plus, I was buzzing with several of our big groups for Badlands and the opinions were all over the map. And I mean, that's the first time we've had that. Because usually everybody's been just ooing and gooing over the entire thing. This is the first time, so it kind of gives me feels like it gives me credit towards what my opinion is, and so that's kind of where I'm going into this one. No, I, I, I do. I'm sorry, guys. I, I do feel like I, I had too high expectations kind of going into it because I mean I knew what was supposed to be happening, so I was really excited. And once again, this may be the most down on an episode you might ever hear me say, but it was like 
it wasn't that I was bored. It was no. never bored. There's never boredom. Now, I spent a lot of the episode with anticipation, you know. Well, yeah, it, there's a lot of buildup, and then it's kind of a letdown, so. And see, one of the things I enjoyed about this this episode is we got more dialogue between characters without having to have action all the time. And that was good. Like, the people could carry that. And that was something I enjoyed, which was not something most people look at this episode or the series is like, that's what I look forward to. But this one actually did better with that in, in my mind. So, right. I mean, I, it was good, but some of it was just between characters I didn't care about, like Vale and Edgar. I, I didn't need a 15-minute scene with them. Like, yeah. I mean, it was good dialogue, like you said, but a lot of it was telegraphed. And then it was just like, why are we still here? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Let's go into it. Knock okay. it out. Um, so just start with MK? Well, MK had... This was the shortest we've ever had of MK. I mean, you really mm-hmm. think about it. We had one scene of him stealing the, you know, the orchid or whatever you call that, that paper object. We'll call with, it origami. Yeah, and he burns in his hand and he goes back to figure it out and and it gets right to the point. You, you find out his mother died at his hands um, and this is a major blow and then... but. You kind of figure yeah. out that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what they... It just says the blood's on your hands, and I mean, the blood's only there because he true was that. touching his True mother. that. It's not a sealed deal, you know, but they waste no time. And then one kick, and he's out. You know it's, what I mean? It's the one kick I never want to see on the show. Yeah, no. The flying 30 feet. The flying. When you have 10 seconds to watch it come at you and you can't move. Like, it doesn't even look cool. No. you know, Most of the time, I don't care about them, like completely throwing physics out the window this doesn't look cool no like i mean it's like a bad mortal combat mortal combat garbage it's, it's worse it's like the yeah. video game where you're one of the screen and you gotta teleport across the and that's the end of his story i mean that's the end of mk for the entire episode well i was happy because i was disappointed in the fact that it went straight to his mom and it was just like oh she's by the way bleeding out in her stomach and that's it it's yeah. like okay that was quick and then he's just standing there and look in the mirror. Like, I was hoping that he was going to be I'm put sorry. in some real danger fighting his dark side. And like he could have potentially died here with nobody uh, able to bring him back to life or anything. You know what I thought would have been cool? He gets you know knocked down by the kick right like that. And when they show him just laying there in the mirror's room, show him start like convulsing and like blood like coming what, out of yeah, him Yeah, like having the yeah. risk of dying or something. Like there's actual consequences. Yeah, show me Neo who just got his butt kicked while he's still hooked to the machine. Yeah, you he's know. still plugged in. Yeah. He's still plugged in. And I mean, Ava yeah. coming to find him in so, or something. Yeah. Right. I mean, really? if it was a good enough kick for you to get knocked on your ass while you're in the room of mirrors, you know, you should have some effect to that. So yeah, yeah I'm with you on that. That's, yeah. that's I'm legit. And why did he go back to the room of mirrors to do this thing? Maybe that's the place you have to be to do it. I don't know. Or maybe it's a place of seclusion? I don't know. I don't it know. seems like it's an easy place for the master to just come and disrupt this thing. But like, I don't know. I wasn't beating it to death. Whatever. Move on from it. Let's go time. back. All right. So we're back to the very beginning. Quinn opens up a slight monologue, and he talks about this ring, this enormous armadillo ring, and decides that he wants to give it to Vale, saying, this is, you know, I plan on giving this to my son, but, you know, he betrayed me, and so let's give this to Henry. What do y'all think about this right here? You know, was there any? Would you, did you see any foreshadowing? Even though after we found out what the end of the episode was, no. I mean, it felt right. I mean, he's yeah. talked about raising uh, Sonny's kid Henry to be his own. How he already treats it as his own and everything. So to give him this family heirloom fit very well with how Quinn has been talking about yeah. Henry. I really like the speech. Oh my God, the speech! Yeah, well, like, before we get to the speech, now before we get to the speech, here's my first beef. Vale's vale. Has got enough sweat on her forehead. <laughs> okay. 
And you look at my man Quinn, and he's got the Arctic Tundra coat on and not a sweat bead upon him. Please explain this to me. It's side effects of brain tumor. You don't sweat anymore. <laughs> 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 sweat glades. Have, this, uh, been to me, like she's glands. got you know a low cut dress and you know not much in comparison and he's got this humongous coat she's sweating like she stole something <laughs> and he's got i mean i mean she's trying to steal this baby so i just no it looks like they <laughs> took the water bottle and they sprayed her forehead it looks it's, off. it's beaded up on it her was head. very noticeable this time you know i've we've had the sweat thing before in the last episode because mm-hmm. i went back and watched it and quinn had the sweat thing and she had the sweat thing you know the only thing i can figure is did he just come in from the cold or something what or, cold? that's what i thought i was like there is nothing so this enormous coat which by the way this, this coat is badass now i mean well, you quinn looked looks at, yeah he looks the part um but the, you know, this I was like, mm. but then I completely forget about it because this speech he comes out with is yeah, who awesome. else was ready to go to war. By the I mean, end of this, I speech. almost started hollering when I was in my chair. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't know what he because he talks about it's an old book. Yeah, you know, I don't know what the books from. I've heard this before. You know what I mean? Cleanse by fire and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I, I've, I've heard soon the soon we will be the fire and torches. I was ready to fight. Like I was yeah. saying, willing up? to die like, for your baron. You know, yeah. it, was, it was good shit, man. Yeah, I, I really, I really, enjoyed, really enjoyed that. I was like, I gotta get some tattoos. I gotta get some marks going. Like, yeah, armadillo me up. Let's do this. Yeah, and I like how they just like took a ass load of hipsters and put some dirt on their face. Yeah, you know, because it's just a lot of. Side shaved heads and beards and stuff. It's yeah. just like, I like this look y'all are rocking here. It I, I can do yeah. that. Like, Easy to find these people. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I, I, I was really, that yeah. whole scenario was really, really well like, done. That was some of the dialogue that y'all were talking about. That I was like, yes, I can get behind this 100%. But we always knew that Quinn can carry scenes. It's oh, yeah. never been an issue. That's why we're so excited I to think have him it, back. Think about it. That's probably one of the best decisions the writers did was can maintain his character from this season. Cause if you imagine he wasn't a part of this, you know, this episode's a flop. Yeah. This episode struggles, but you know, it just, he brings in that extra dynamic that is so needed, you know? And so, I mean, he's nothing more than another version of widow in a kind of weird way. And so it's kind of unique to have that dynamic where you can't really damn one without damning the other. And you see what happens later in the episode. So, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty, pretty sweet. Now the, it continues on, and we go. We, we switch over to Waldo and the widow, and we're at the. Um, She's getting dressed in yeah, the private room. This, yeah, I mean, cool cinematography. Really, the angles of the camera every time were pretty sweet. The gloves she's sliding on is really cool. I was waiting to see like some kind of like nod to a weapon that she has hidden in them or something. But there mm. wasn't anything. It was just kind of yeah. really cool. If they showed her strapping weapons on, I would have been like, where's Commando? Schwarzenegger giving her cues or something, you <laughs> yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, but no, dude, I'm totally with you. I mean, the outfit, whoever does costume design for this uh, show, kudos. Costume, hair. The I colors. Mean, most things. It is really, really cool. <laughs> really, really cool. Really impressive. Um, yeah, I mean, but the cinematography and, and like the way they... They use all the really cool colors. Yeah, like, I don't know if they're using stuff. different filters on these cameras or something, but like they no, just they look do. richer. They do. They do. They shake it up. The greens are brighter. Yeah. The reds are super bright. The blues are bright. super deep. Like Waldo's yeah. uniform, like his blue is different yeah, than like, yeah, Tilders and stuff. Sweet. He wears like a gi tuxedo kind of. You know yeah. what yes, I mean? It's uh, it's plush. It's, it's plush. I mean, it's way. Good. It he looks like it's one of those things you want to rub. You're just yeah. like, and like velvet. It's just like. I love him with caviar and he like licks it and yeah. he's just like, ugh. And he sees jellyfish and he's like, oh. 
It just no. rolls off. <laughs> Is that what you thought? See, to me, I thought he was testing things to see if things were poisoned. No, 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 no. I, I was like, Waldo. See, it. to me, I mean, me and my wife were looking at that, going, "Yeah, he's making sure that they're, you know they're not eating something bad." Nah. No, because I mean, that's people's ca- reaction to caviar. It's like you either love it or you want nothing to do with <laughs> it. So he's t- he tells her why she's getting dressed. You know, you got to go out there and be the opposite of what they think. You got to be fearless. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. When she came out looking as good as she did, I was like, forget fearless. I mean, she looks flawless. I mean. Well, yeah. and the girl carries herself, man. It's like, who didn't expect her to be fearless? Like, she took back her oil refineries. Like, she's known as one of the biggest warriors. Like, one versus 60. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think fear, Slice and dice. fear was an issue. But confident, you know, be yeah. confident when you go in. But, but, I mean, it's like you expect her to be that, so. Okay, so here's our first introduction to what the looks of the other barons. All right. Any, any of them stand out to you? I mean, like. um, The are, fat blue dude, I was like. Don't really see the power here. Because when I'm thinking of the Barons now, so far, every Baron you've met is just as bad as his regent, if not badder. To me. You know what I mean? Like That's Jacoby? what the, the Jacoby was also terrifying. Awesome. You know, you look I mean Quinn, the widow. These are the people we have been introduced. All three of them supreme warriors. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I'm seeing the rest of these barons, and just like when she meet uh Chow, 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 yeah, like that. She talks about you know, the rise from the bottom to the top. The strongest are always than all of us, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you know, th- the show is telegraphing that the Baron is the, a bad mofo. Yeah, okay. And so when as soon as I saw the older, older heavy set guy, nothing against him like that. He just, I he, didn't get the convey. He of needed like, to be bigger. He needed to be like. Uh, Vincent Defoe. Like well, I mean, he needs to be like that, that kind of size or, for him to be. Don't bring out little spike knuckles as your primary weapon. We have, we're not getting there. Yeah, I'm just like I'm just giving you as an example his stature. That's a guy I'm expecting to pull out like an Arabian katana that is as big as his head. Well, that, that you know what I mean. Is where his you, weapon. You're cutting through swords to cut somebody in half because you're a big burly fellow. I mean, that's probably is his weapon. But I mean, in this instance, they weren't able to have something like that. And I get you on that. You, you know, know what I would have liked to have this guy have. Because you can tell he didn't seem like he should be that big of a fighter. Was two like hulking regents next to him. Yeah, like, like he, two monster bodyguards. You know, two mouths. Just doubled down on the you side. Yeah, yeah, like you know, two just big. Or, or better yet, boy. better yet, make him make this is like you know, Mad Max Thunderdome where you got the small with the monster next to it, and it's a package deal, or you know something. Yeah, one brute, one finesse. Exactly. You know, yeah, you know cool. shake that up where your region is your power. You know, or I don't know. So I agree with you. I don't know. That was my first impression. The guy in the green, he didn't mean much to me. He just looked. He looked like a business suit. Fancy. He had the cool uh, face. Like he was all marks right. or something. No, no, no. That's the other guy. Okay. That's Chow the, that's was the tan guy. Or yeah, no, the guy with the 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 face scarring, the face scarring yeah. like that. He looked apart totally. I got that. That um, the Chow looked apart to me, uh, but the other two a little off. Uh, for me, you yeah. know, I don't know first impressions. I'm not sold on Chow yet. Ryder's kind of douchey too. Well, listen, we already know what he is. Yeah. You know, he was a d bag, so it was just, you know. But that was my first impressions of everybody in the room. I thought it was really cool how they kind of montage as she walked through them. You got a good visual of each mm-hmm. of them, and as they give the eye test, you know. So I thought that was cool. Another good, I see another really cool cinematic entry that was really, really well done, from start to finish. I really liked that, you know. And then of course Waldo tells her, you know, hey. 
two are going to vote with, but they're going to wait until your your deciding vote is chow. And so you you see the diplomacy, you see the politics, you see all this stuff. Um, I was surprised that they that drug out. You know what I mean? Like I was expecting you get there, you eat, you vote. You know what I mean? But instead, it was a lot of. I like I like the politicking though. Like I thought this was needed, and I was okay with a lot of it, especially her one on one with Chow. Um, I guess I don't. I wouldn't have had a problem with it if I felt like they had given us a little bit more of the politicking. It was just Waldo's word. This is who you got to talk to. Here's the vote. True. You know what I mean? It went boom, bang, boom, but it seemed like it took all day to have two two extra scenes before the vote. Does and that make me, sense? Yeah. And I mean, they could have cut out five minutes of veil and given us a little bit more of the walking Absolutely. around. Absolutely. Like, room. I would have enjoyed that more. Just, just more conversations with the other barons. Exactly. In, yeah. The I mean the only speaking parts of the other two did they even have speaking parts? I mean the the Scarface big blue guy doesn't. Scar blue guy is the one who says you're ripped of title and all that stuff. Yeah. The green one nothing. All he does is light a candle. So I would love for her to have talked to a few of them. Give me a, give me introduce me to them more than just a look. Yeah. And I thought that would have been really really cool. You know because like you said the veil thing didn't wait take way too long. No. Um. I mean. <sighs> You know, she goes into the, you know, she asks Quinn, can I have the, you know, can I go into the room? Yes, we all know what she's thinking. Uh, you know, but I'm like, all right, how she scale this wall? You know, but anyway, so he's like, I'm going to leave a person here. You know, and it's all these undertones of, of course I will, but I still don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, so just to get to that point, you know, so she leaves, he leaves. And the Obviously group, we leave Edgar since, you know, he's the doofus who cut his hand right. on his own sword you know but when they leave what is this cool ass uh, concrete thing they dive off into they haven't even got to that yet but i was going to say this is one of the coolest set pieces i've ever seen where is this i think they're in dublin but what is this it's a huge drain to me it, it looks like like a huge like you said a it's huge a drain. drain to a sewer system of some type um I think this is completely fake. I think as 100% CG, I think it's just a really cool set piece. I don't uh, think so. I think that was a real thing. I would love to know because, I mean, I I didn't see, I don't know what that could be used for or what, but I'm telling you, it was cool as hell. All I know is they didn't have enough rope. <laughs> like, as soon as I saw the rope go, I was like, that's not even coming close. I'm just saying it looked so badass. It I would did. love to see that in person. I if, really if that would. was real, and I hope it was real. I got the same feeling in True Detective season one when they go into the old Spanish missions mm. that are, you know, you you used to live in Louisiana, so yes. you know that they exist. Oh, they're a real deal. I've seen a few. Completely covered in moss and growth, and it's just like it's ruined. Yeah, how is that not something that is filmed in? All the time. Yeah, used constantly. I just like, when that came on, and like I said, the first season of True Detective, I was just like, holy shit, that's awesome. I got the same feeling when I saw that drain. I was yeah. like, wow, that's so cool. Absolutely. So, my girl Vale's got a, a hidden grappling hook under a box. Well, not okay. only that, they, this door still has somehow has a lock on the inside. But it didn't, because you can see the door handle and there wasn't a lock. So I don't know what this was about. Well, on the inside, there was a lock. It was... It was a slide uh, lock. Yeah, on the top. But he uses a key lock. Yeah, but... Right, but she a used a slide the lock to keep her to keep him from coming in. Yeah. 
I didn't see that at all. Yeah, on oh, the inside, totally. as soon as it closes the door, it Trust zooms me. in. It was on nice this and shiny. Oh yeah, it was I a nice shiny gold. Everything else it. looked rust and old and bronzy. This brand new Lowe's 1995 yeah. slide lock was on the top. Sweet. <laughs> but before this, like before she even goes in, he's like, "Hey, I'm making lunch. I'll be there in a few minutes." She doesn't try to come up with any excuse like, oh, no, Henry's going to be napping and stuff. Don't bother us for a while. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, just come on in. I was like, really? You're going to try to make an escape knowing that this dude's going to be knocking on the door any second now? I just had yeah. a problem with that. I think the bigger problem was is that oh, this whole thing was dug the grappling hook and then with- toting the mail up there. Yeah. I just threw the grappling hook with uh, baby Henry. Couldn't set him down for a second to go throw this hook. I mean, I have problems with all of this. Yeah. Okay, let's. Just, I mean, I'm nothing against this female veil, but veil has never conveyed to me somebody to be able to lift your entire body weight plus a baby up a rope. She wasn't as thin as that going up this a small rope. Yeah, that's what I'm there saying. was a very. I'm sorry. I mean, you go to gym class back in the day. That rope is 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 two inches diameter, and that gives you the best chance. This tiny thing. No deal. Well, I like how she was at least like using her feet up on the wall and stuff and not necessarily climbing it, but there's no way she was climbing it. And she didn't. 100% BS. In my I just, well, they've just never shown her to be some physical specimen. She's awesome. I think she's a good actress. Whatever. But they just never, they've never given us any hint that she can pull off any physical feats like this. Absolutely. But I mean, the show actually accepted that, and she didn't make it all the way up. And well, no, I don't think she, was. she didn't make it because he eh, started knocking. She on the was. Door. Yeah, I'm with the, you know, the knocking on the door and saying, "Why is this locked?" All that stuff. It brought her down, and that was the best decision. Because but here's the other part of this too: is is that this looks like a storm drain. You know, the, this great across the top of it. Yeah, good luck even if you even got yeah. up there, which looks like you're 30 feet up in, you got the wall with all to hold a baby. Hold a rope, or at least get a place to put your feet, and be able to lift that. She's at least wearing the baby, so doesn't matter. I'm if, sorry. If you ever tried to lift a storm drain, they weigh a thousand pounds. It yeah. feels like. Yeah. This and doing whole, it with just your upper body, not possible. Uh, yeah, doing it with no leg ability. Yeah. No leg strength. Uh, even if really you're somewhere no to stand strength. up there, still. Yeah, just, and also her rope didn't even make it to the storm drain. Like it was a level yeah, underneath. It was, yeah, it caught a pipe about fifteen feet shy. <laughs> caught a pipe, first throw. You know. What I mean? Yes, another with a baby of. A, okay, I'm gonna I'm move done. on because I'm yeah. continuing to barbecue this. But even that stuff didn't bother me as much as the next part. Not not her drugging him. You know that wasn't a big deal. That was I was fine. With, uh, that was more of a veil move to that me. Yes, that was sense. more awesome. But why not grab the fucking Ginkies keys? Thank you. That are clearly you. Lifeless Thank body. You. Thank you. I mean, I've got it in my notes right here. The key. Why are you leaving the keys behind? That's my notes. Like clearly <laughs> leaving keys. Like you don't think something's going to be locked. It's like you, you don't know, think they'd have locked that door before they left, Jack. You know, like anything. Like they could come in handy for something. The other guy you you saw get brought in had clearly escaped from that hatch, I know. that doorway. You know what I mean? This here's, is here's the next problem. Dumbola. She says you'll wake up in about an hour. Yeah. And like And I mean that's what she do. Go get her bags for 20, 30 minutes. Now, there's and, a running montage of her through some tunnels. I guess that took forty five minutes. But yet he had to catch. <laughs> I hey, mean Hey. I'm just this was fit. his stumbling body is much faster oh, than running. Oh god, body. this I so this struggle. This is some Mike Myers business right so, here. Oh no, that's later on in the episode. Oh no, no. Yeah, that <laughs> wait, wait till I barbecue that later. I enjoyed that. Okay, so 
I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. This entire veil scenario was 90% garbage to me. Okay, why is Vale so exhausted to beat the lock? I think she's she's just almost dead. Well, I I think it's just because she knows there's no way she's going to beat this lock. I think it was more of, you know, utter failure. And because the lock of the way it was, as well as she's committed to this plan, and now this guy knows she's committed. And so this is like the ultimate defeat to her. Yeah. There's no way of getting out of this now. Quinn's going to know that she tried to escape. She's going to lose all trust. Her life is eventually screwed. I mean, the only thing she can do now for the next episode is say that the guy came on to her. Yeah, that was that, my exact thought. And that she had to defend herself and But and now so you on. still have this broken key inside of the lock. And you know, and you know he's going to smell bullshit. You know what I mean? But yeah. So it's going to make that. But yeah, that we're talking 15 minutes of the episode. Which, in my opinion, could have been solved up in five. Easily. Yeah, they could have done it sooner. I mean, and, we, we kept and, talking to this guy who ends up getting killed. Yeah, and quicker. And to tell you the truth, there's another thing about that. Um, you know, he's a trained fighter. She's not. But he's drugged. So, he, I mean, there's he, that. I agree he's drugged. But this, I mean, she did. She kind of handled him pretty easily. Well, he, he took hits so easily. Well, and the, I mean, but my thing was, this is the first time that the blood looked weird to me. It was overkill blood. He, she hits him and he starts walking towards him. It looked like they had CG'd blood on his face before she hits him with the final blow. That you know, mm-hmm. you know, when he hits the, when he hits the pavement, you see it spurred out and stuff like that. But as he's just standing there, it looked like they had CG'd blood. And I was like, wow, that's the first time I've ever had any concern with the blood on this show. Well, think about it. he took three licks. Okay, a rock. The first one was a rock which had a blood splat, like it, <laughs> when it when it hit mm-hmm. that right there is no. I think part of it was just okay, that how was, dark it was in there, and so they really wanted to show. Maybe yeah, so. so rule of cool, I'm all about. But the first hit does not cause what looks to be a gunshot to your no. forehead. Okay, you fall down and start bleeding from a wound. I give you that. The pipe, okay, I can see that if you your swing, yeah. glancing blow, da, da, da. blunt object. It batter. was very brutal amount of blood coming out. Okay, I got to. And then the third one with the coup de gras, it was like they bucketed the blood against the wall, and you know he was gruesome. But I, I thought it was a little backwards too because she hit him in the face twice. He fell down. He's clearly bleeding out of the back of his head. It looks like you know pooling out of the back of his head. But the, right. his face is not right. There's not like disformed and well, no that you don't see any gushing coming from the face to create that fast of a pool behind yeah, his head. It's a pool behind. So the there head. Wa- there was some inconsistencies with blood this time. Um, and I'm totally with you on that, you know, but just there, I didn't have a problem with any inconsistencies of blood yeah. during the fight scene. Everywhere out. else it was golden. Yeah. Like I, said, I think it was just because it was so dark. I don't know. If I think you got a point. I think the lighting made a difference. It's the first time you've seen it where blood's trying to be splattered in the dark. And so, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a little sketchy. And then, you know, oh, it Hen- definitely was. Henry has blood on his face. Somehow. Yeah, yeah. He's just like got a mark. I was like, where? How? <laughs> well, I mean, at least that's attention to detail. The baby over there got some of the splatter. You know what but, I mean? I mean but, but it's like a perfect line. Like it wasn't splattered. Well, no, it like, I think oh, it oh. hit in and um, it's like a know, run, like a face. run down his hip face. Okay. I, I was totally cool with that. I really was. Um, there is this little scene where Tilda is there and one of the, is it baby dolls? Sisters. Or, or sister? One of the, the dolls that she revenged in right. the, the other episode. Um, it's all dressed up. Now her, this, this chick's blue outfit is awesome. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was so red. cool. 
Um, and kind of a little condescending. But I don't like her already. I don't. No, like no, her. no. She's got. It's almost like she has a little alternative motive. You well, know, she's just trying to. She pecked poke at the her bear. ego a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the need for it. You know, but I guess that was what you needed to have the catalyst for her to show up at the fight later. You know, uh, I was not a fan of this. I'm just not. I, I don't. I don't like this chick already. You know what no. I mean? Which sucks. You know what I mean? I don't like her. Um, I don't like how she's already against Waldo. Um, yeah, everything was too quick with her. Uh, yeah, I mean this this chick. They obviously showed her in that other episode as mm-hmm. like the main doll, and that her and Tilda were already friends before this. And now you know now she's going to be another recurring character. So that's fine. Um, but I just also don't feel like you can get under Tilda's skin this easily. I don't either. Uh, it it was too quick, too easy, and it immediately made me hate a character. Yeah, uh, you know, and so I and I think all of that was just to get Tilda into the final scene. Oh, all of it was definitely just to get Tilda in the final scene. You know, so it's like you're ruining a character just to have her appear as a savior in another one when you really didn't get, need it. No, you could have just had Tilda have a gut instinct or really anything. And really, what's 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 Widow going to think after this anyway? It's like, yeah, I appreciate you coming and you, you really But you betrayed out. an order. But second time now in a row, you've not you've not followed an order I've given. You know what I mean? So it's like... And now it's like, who's running my freaking compound that I left you in charge of? Right. And that makes me think the doll has some kind of ulterior motive to get her out of there. The doll is almost like, is like the Gabriel of this conclave. You know, the... You know, the waiter, yeah, Gabriel, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's almost like not into that form, but like maybe she's in there as a spy for someone else or whatever, you know, gain trust, figure out what the inner workings are, and she becomes the turncoat later on. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. I mean, that would be a good setup. I don't see it, but I could see it being a very good setup and make this scene make more sense later on in the season. So we're talking about Gabriel, and there's a scene where um, he gets – noticed by writer's woman what's her name jade uh, jade, jade. Yeah. and she's i don't recognize you da, 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 da. oh well, i'm new I, I worked all night to be prepared. somebody was sick and everything i was just yeah like, oh. um and the fact this that is the used- first ep- this was the first thing of cheese uh, that i went with and the fact that he uses real name like i mean obviously it doesn't matter since nobody knows him but like commit to a cover story um I didn't mind this too much. I thought it was okay. Uh, I, it just started with a little cheese. I mean, uh, the reason I thought it was cheese is because she was just like, oh, well, yeah, that's, but you're so impressive. You know, that was the part, you know, like I liked that he looked like he was stunned. It looked like he had to come up with a cool story in the split second. He delivered it well, but her reaction to it, you know, show a little bit of, hmm, okay, but it's still in the yeah. back of my mind that I'm not 100% positive. Something's not adding Instead up. of, Wow, here's a cookie. Great yeah. job, you know. I so mean, who called in sick? You know, really, really just anything. Question it. I don't know. It, I I thought the Gabriel guy did okay for this part. I was more weirded out by his chaos and kill yeah. Scene. Well, oh, the, there was a lot wrong with that. I, I couldn't figure out what his emotion was for killing this dude. At first, he looks like he's just feels terrible for killing the guy, and then he like smiles and kicks him down the stairs. No idea. Well, I think it was because that was his first human kill. And so, you know, he was went it? through I don't know. I mean, it might be a bit first one on screen, but if that was his first one, my man executed it pretty well. I don't know. Just I mean, he the... cut his throat, 
stabbed and then kicked him down the stairs. You know, the guy, the part that I had a problem with is the guy who gets cut. I mean, he just stands there and waits for the next kick. <laughs> Zero and then he waits for the next time. one. You know, I was, I mean, that was the only part of it is, is that, okay, stunt guy, I'm waiting for the next move. Puh! Next move. Puh! I was just saying his facial expressions. I don't know. The whole knife at the yeah. top of the uh, lid. Like, we couldn't have just had it on the platter. Like, we, we have to. Oh, no. It was shoved up inside yeah, there. Yeah. Somehow. And then. Yeah. Fit perfectly. Like forty seconds for him to make the range from grabbing the knife to slitting the guy's throat, but you know, besides that, it looked cool. Why? Why show the knife under the thing? Why not just grab it and do your business? Yeah, or throw it? Like I mean, I I know we're kind of being ticky about that, you know, but, but like, it's not an issue that we've had with the show before. And to I, see exactly. all these things in one episode. I mean, this episode had tons of concealed weapons that they unveiled. You know what I mean? This yeah, was, I, I, I didn't have a huge problem with that. I was just like I said. It was just weird, his facial expressions, that they stuck with that. Right, I'm with you on that. Because what? he looks, like, terrified and upset that he's killing the guy, and then he, like, to gleefully me, kicks yeah. him down the stairs. I thought it was, like, his first kill, so I was like, oh, man, I really did this. I feel terrible. It's like, wait, this is what I've been wanting the whole time. And then, boom. Yeah. And But, like, if it wasn't his first kill, I've got nothing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were on an island, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> well, right before this, he does the whole carrier pigeon thing, you know, and sends yeah. it off. And we had this really cool scene where you see Quinn, one of his goons, walk up to him. And we have this little deal about, you know, sons and their dads and disappointment. And he goes, well, you know, even the sons disappoint too, but the dads disappoint. Another really, really cool line. But this is where we really see Quinn is really struggling. Mm-hmm. He's hurting. Yeah. He knows what he's about to do. He knows he has to go in there and do what he's got to do. No, but I know. But I think this is also, you see, it's you a hand it's to get him stand up. I think he's his head's oh. hurting. I didn't look at the hand picking him up as a sign of weakness or anything. No, no, I didn't either. I'm just saying I think I feel like he's hurting, like his head's hurting. Remember, he would get weak and he'd have mm-hmm. like like fits kind of when he when his head would start hurting. I think he's hurting. Right. Because the rest of the time you see him, his eyes look really blacked. He's sweating again. A lot of their moves eyes. slower. A lot of their eyes on the show, like Widow's eyes even on the show, are kind of deep and like – Looks like no one's really sleeping. And I don't know if that's something they're purpose. trying to... I think this adds to the effect of the character. Yeah, like I don't know if that's something they're trying to put into the show. Could you sleep or... in this in this world? <laughs> With the eyes all over you, maybe. I mean... Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Trip wires everywhere. <laughs> no. Um, so, we already talked about them going down that really cool hole. Gabriel kills this guy, tells them they're all clear, and you see Quinn and company... Come into the building. Now, this is about the same time we get the the Baron start their voting, conclave voting, voting process, situation. Yeah. Now, there was a slight scene where you did see the widow talk to Chow, and Chow said, "I'll I'll back you if you do no take no well, more refugees." Like her speech, like realizing that she came from a different Baron, she came from Chow's district. She was a cog of channels yeah. and was treated like shit. Right. When you're saying you rape and torture are part Quinn of your daily too. life. You know, and you, yeah, you, Quinn you learn a little well. background about Quinn as well, that he was a cog at one time. Well, Quinn was a cog of his own lands that he took over. I'm pretty sure. Maybe. I don't remember for sure. Because I remember I him being... About it. I remember right. back in season well, the one The widow about. married Varen and was being abused and killed him, thus being called the widow. Mm-hmm. Finally got some background of why she's called the widow. Uh, a little bit more detailed per se. Um, did you for a second think that she was going to say okay to the terms to get the vote? Uh, uh, I thought so. After Waldo talked to her, I thought so. I thought she would add a caveat. 
you know, at the end of it, though, like she did, basically. Um, Which I thought was fair. I thought it was pretty fair. I mean... I thought it was a true compromise. But, I mean, judging by the vote and stuff like that, I don't think they had already yeah, had their well, minds I mean, made up, basically. Yeah, I mean, well, it was all a bunch of backhand deals. You know what I mean? Yeah. They uh, To everybody... The whole time, I'm thinking, she is a threat to everybody at the, at the room. There's no deal to be made for her because she's betrayed or you know killed anyone that's ever crossed her mm-hmm. yeah. that's not a person you go into bed with well also you're threatening their money right you're threatening their livelihoods it's i mean and now we're adding an extra person to the pie when we can just keep it at the numbers that we have and take all of your money like you said yeah absolutely i mean it, it was the argument for slavery back in the day it's you know the same stuff as you know anytime there's cheap labor involved or free labor involved it's not about you know the the well-being of those people that you're enslaving or treating like garbage it's about whether or not you know this can't stay the way it is if if we have to pay these yeah. people and treat them like you know human beings. even citizens you know exactly exactly so they're i mean it's, this is not a new concept it's just well done in a cool especially know, when one universe. person's usefulness is literally labor yeah i mean she, she farms people yeah whatever you're you know, yeah, that's the thing is like we don't know what Chow's product is yet. We don't know what her resource. Her product is, is people. Yeah, she she is pure labor force. Okay, so she just labor she does force. like yeah. that. But the I did not get what the other two bring to the table from the show. Now I understand you can go to the website and look up what they bring to the table, but the show does not explain. Okay, what, what they bring to the table, and so on. That's another example where I thought if we got more of the politicking to learn more about the barons, that we would have that would have been a really cool thing to add to the table to see what the widow is truly affecting well, yeah, by yeah. her actions. And so in hindsight, it is very difficult for me to believe that she was going to be able to turn Chow since, you know, she's trying to upend Chow's entire business in reason of power. Yeah. So she says that, you know, those lands were stripped from me, you know, and I have the right to come back, you know, I mean, just cut and dry. You didn't yeah. stop Quinn when he, did it to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought yeah. she had a great speech. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought her thing was on point. Uh, totally not surprised when I started lighting candles and Chow went against her. Uh, no. The only guy I went with her was Old Green. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be a tipping point for the later. I don't think so because he stands up and unsheaths his cane swords like they, this was the plan the whole time. I think to make it look like it was... It was all set up. A clean vote, you know what I mean? Like, there was Mm -hmm. no, you know, fuckery afoot. Somebody had to vote in her favor, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To make it look like it wasn't all just some plan to begin with. But But I I think it was. I feel like you give her the 2-3 vote instead of the 4-1, just so you, like, you make Chow the last deciding vote, and, like, you make her the backstab person. I agree, but But, the thing is... No, no, I see what you're saying and stuff, but I I think it would have had a bigger emphasis if they would have done... Only Chow was like the deciding vote against it. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think that would be a little cliche. Is the thing? I'm okay with a cliche like that. Yeah, though. I know. I agree with you, but the thing is, by the time Chow was voting, it was already over. Yeah, everybody else had already voted. Exactly. And her vote meant nothing. It really didn't. It was just to show, hey, she's a piece of garbage. Yeah, your deal means nothing. Yeah. How do y'all feel about writer's speech? 
He's just, just a tool bag, man. I, I can't ever get he behind him for anything. He is the complete bag. I mean, yeah. a tool there's, shed. there is not a tool missing from that bag, Jack. Yeah, it's like when you're first, when your opening statement condemns yourself with it, I'm just like, uh... Yeah. I, have you ever seen a anything? <laughs> Two like, rights don't make it wrong. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> Two wrongs will make it, it right. Was, it was kind of cheese ball. Um, but then, you know... They do their vote and like that, and he's like, "Why wait?" And so he pulls out this little sword, and this is the most saddest, the most saddest beautiful. little katana he pulls out. And I'm like, he is the weakest character in the room, and he's the first one to draw the blade. No, that's the thing, though. He already knows. That's what I'm saying. I think this was already planned from the jump. He can pull sword all he want. He knows he's not the one that's going to have to fight. But I mean, because he's going to have all these people pulling with them if it's in your house and everything i'm getting somebody to drop off my real weapon like I, i'm not using this thing that could fit underneath <sighs> well my no chair. you can't though you, you gotta you have to conceal it like everybody else well, does. i think that was all part of the appeal is that you they know didn't clear that house of every sword there's yeah, no way uh, uh, well uh, let's go baron by baron okay he pulls out the little katana okay Weak sauce, uh, which was weak for him. He's I mean, weak. It didn't matter unless he had a Gatlin gun <laughs> with a backpack of a thousand rounds. He was going to be weak sauce. Okay, I mean, on like a scale of one to ten, this is like a negative four. Like yeah, I, mean, I mean, this yeah. weapon doesn't even register. It's more about who's holding that weapon. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? If that hand, if that weapon's in another hand in the room, completely okay. Maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, okay. The weakest weapon <laughs> I've already talked about. Blue, blue guy and his three spike knuckles. I'm talking. This is an astonishing... Honestly, I wish they'd... Okay, you're going to show them with the knuckles? Fine. Don't, don't strike them. Don't show them kill somebody <laughs> by punching them in the side of the neck. I'm sorry. It while, was... while he's holding them, he's like digging it down. and just, like He's giving them a, a neck noogie. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I mean, uncle. Say, Say uncle. Say uncle. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, what physically, uh, visually, physically, he had the... I have to be the closest and I'm the slowest to you weapon. And he had the most non-lethal of all weapons that he was there. I, I mean, I'm telling you, this was a complete misfire in my mind. Of all the badass weapons this show has produced, all the original and super cool and like horror throwback stuff, this was the biggest whiff. It really this was. show has ever produced. And he it, needed a long distance. He needed to a be out of spear. He needed. He. I'm telling you, the like a huge curved katana, you know, big blade. Or well, I mean, there's I'll no be way honest with you. He would have been cool with a double sided axe. Pull one out from on the back of his coat that looks like the one off of Jerry in The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, okay, that's probably his real weapon, but that's not being concealed. Like, I don't like, care. Give him the sleeve blades that pop out or something. Ooh, you know Assassin's what I mean? Creed style. Yeah. You know what I mean? The the, the spring-loaded blades or something. Oh, giant scissors yeah. like, you know. Were the, <laughs> were these, I mean, were these something things even better concealed than or did he just pull them out of his pocket? I don't know. I look like he pulled out of his coat pocket. So, you know, he pulled like that. And he, you know, I'm just, I don't care where he pulled them from. He could put them back in his ass. They were terrible. <laughs> he should have just fought barehanded. Those okay. Were bad. All right. So, Green Guy's cane weapon's always cool. Yeah. yeah that was sweet. Double was, sword, too. That was awesome. Yeah. That was sweet. Usually Norm- it's just a sheet. Just single. Yeah. Usually it's just a sheet. But this is separated yeah. into two Daredevil um, style. Almost. Chow, what did she have? Um, hair combs or hair berets or whatever yeah, you call yeah. them. Picks. Yeah. And they were, I guess, deadly. 
And then I guess they're, they're pretty, I mean, those things are pretty deadly in real life. But she looked at her like her purse was like a clutch, and you could see the two pins were holding it, it together. They, it looked like uh, Mortal, thought, It looked like another Mortal Kombat. Like was it the purple one that had yeah, the, that or Raphael? But like it has a a, a chain was I was what I was mm-hmm. hoping was attaching them that she could like fling it around. It. Um, I was a little disappointed when she just pulled out the two hairpins. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, uh, okay. But she makes up for it by how she act, does her part. Yeah, she's you know, able to. She fight can too. carry a close hand to hand weapon and be successful. Chubby knuckles over there is <laughs> not going to make it. Okay, um, but then okay, and then Scarface just pulls out two like teeny little daggers. I was like, well, that was kind of a. You know, you make him look like he's like a real fighter type of guy, you know, but he pulls out the little blades. And I was like, well, that's kind of a, you know, a missed opportunity, I think. Something cool to separate all the people. Like like you're talking about, you're talking about Ninja Turtles. Bring out a couple size. Bring out something, to, something a little more character. Anything. Anything you know? that just would have been a little. And of course, I knew exactly what the widow had. I mean, from well, the, we all knew. Yeah, she had yeah, the, I mean, hair pins and the, the hair pins and the hair pins. Yeah, I mean. Did, all, you, all you needed them heels though. Didn't know what Waldo was gonna pull. And he, this now, was, I knew I knew that one handle on the end I knew of the his, handle was I, a knife. I knew the handle was a knife. Did not expect the chain. Did not no. notice the chain. The chain was a was a was a uh That's how that's subtle. That's how you hide a weapon. It was yeah. Make I, it look I, like a part of the wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I of all the weapons, I thought the chain was the most um Creative, creative in the situation. Exactly, non cliche. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. yeah. Uh, I thought like, that was best. It fit Wall's personality. Like he was ready for a back alley brawl. He was like, "Okay, boys, this is my first cut yeah. claim." Well, like, he needed something that allowed him to have a distance weapon, and the chain is perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not like you can hide a spear on that thing unless he pulled two spokes out, spun them together into a. You over here asking for battle axes, <laughs> all right? Like, but I'm just yeah, but I'm just saying, big boy could have had that thing hanging on under his coat. You know what I mean? Something I don't know. You I'm know. Just, you know what I liked about the chain, though, was the fact that every time they went into a slow motion move, they always showed Waldo yeah. spinning the chain before, you know, as they're gaining a little bit momentum, leaping down from the walls and stuff like that. He's just, you know, like he's right. ready to rock. Well, not only that, you notice something else about it is, is that whenever he did, remember when he, hit, when he grabbed a weapon from somebody, that chain wrapped around them two or three times, and so when he pulled it, it gave it legitimate. How many times have you seen that where the end of the link catches your hand and you're able to fling him across the room? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Army of Darkness where the end of your belt takes you all the way up the chain. I mean, it just... Hold on now. <laughs> there will be no... Bashing. Bashing of Army Come of Darkness. This is my boomstick. <laughs> <laughs> Everything there was legitimate. I'll How take dare that. you? I wish Waldo had a boomstick. <laughs> yes, I know it. Shop smart. Shop S smart. S smart. I could quote that movie for an hour. So yeah, I know. we should move on before it gets out of hand. <laughs> before it gets ridiculous. But uh, so anyway, so good job showing that the chain would wrap around and made it an effective weapon. You know, and it's cool that they saw Waldo actually was vulnerable. Somebody did get behind him and was able to prevent his, some of his moves. And he was taken out of his chair. And, you know, I mean, he was of, almost dead. So there was a lot of things there that looked accurate, you know. Um, didn't make him like he was supreme being from the wheelchair, you know what I mean, when you were outnumbered. So I mean, next thing we get before we can get to the seat is, you, you know, court, Quinn's guys surround the courtyard from above. And of course, the cool ass cinema, fantastic cinematic intro yeah. again. Another yeah. intro that was just phenomenal, you know. And then just the shock on everybody's face. 
And I love how everybody's priceless. super pissed at Ryder. Yes, everybody's looking at him, and he's just, you know, that look of, oh, I'm in some deep dog doo-doo now, son. It's and like, it, even if Quinn don't kill me, the rest of these guys are going right. to fucking And it was like the widow, like, smiled at first, like, That's, oh. You beat I, me to it. I think I have a chance here. There was like, wait, should I be happy that he's here? No, the widow is a very happy camper because the, Quinn is there to kill them all, and she knew it by the way he showed up. Is that nobody was there to avenge his death when that's part of their code as barons and everything mm-hmm. else? Is that you're letting Ryder be one of the barons when he killed a baron? You know. Yeah, but that was their whole thing. Is like we're all better off that Quinn's dead and stuff like that. But this also shows Ryder's full of shit too, and they can't be trusted. And this throws away any well, I was arguments expect- he's has. You exactly. Know? I was expecting him to be like, well, you know, Sonny's the one that stabbed me. But I mean, like no. he didn't give. No, 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 no. Keep it the keep the the lie going, so it really trashes Ryder's reputation. Yeah, that right there is what put him farther in. And so, so Widow's smirk was was that was my favorite facial expression of almost the entire episode, and everything else. So they get in the he now. Quinn does this little spiel, and you see Ryder run up through the window. Of course, pretty impressive to get up through that window. By the way, um, like. And he's clean. just like kill them all, you know. And we get to the to the battle scene uh, again. The worst death scene is Chubby Knuckles, you know, giving the noogie as you said, just um, awful. Green double sword, cane, whatever you want to call it. He slices and dices. He had a pretty good one, yeah. He did, but you know, his guys were protecting him to get away. You notice like that they weren't really in the fight; they were trying to get to an exit the entire right. time. Thank you. I mean, don't, don't tell me like they're just going to go into a clean house. Um, Chow's regent, no weapon, just the white ninja suit. You look, know, look kind of cool though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> first time we've seen the old ninja suit with the split toe. You yeah. know, um, and that his whole deal was complete hand to hand combat, which gave more credence to Chow for having just the you know, ninja suit, but it is a white tuxedo ninja suit. Yes. If you notice, I mean, he's sharp dressed. Yeah, he's sporting. You know, but he gets a nasty death. Yeah. Oh, he gets. A lot nearly of headless nicked. Yes. That's what we call it. Harry Potter well, style. Nearly? I, I think it was full on. No, no, no. No. It she was... gets him about three quarters of the okay. way. Three quarters, yeah. And I was waiting for his head to flop back on I mean, he could shoulder. tickle his spine, you know, yeah. from the neck area. Uh, <laughs> uh. Um, but yeah, their whole deal, you know, hand, kick, punch, whatever like that. And she stabs him with, with them heels and gruesome. And, and puts eyeballs him... the, one, the one dude. Yeah, uh, with the hairpins. Yeah, uh-huh. um, Scarface's regent was a pretty solid fighter. Yes, um, Scarface was a solid fighter. They were the ones that were like actually fighting. Yes, all of them carrying their own in their own unique way. You know, as believable as possible, minus Chubby Knuckles. <laughs> and um, I thought the Chow and Widow fight was really interesting, just because we focused a lot on their feet. Yeah, well, both of them had three-inch but better heels, you know, and were constantly grazing the ground and tearing, you know. And legitimately trying to stab each other in the feet and stuff, and that's something that you don't really see in other fighting scenes of other movies. something I was super happy to see, and I forgot about it, but I remember when I watched it earlier, I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. When Widow's getting dressed and stuff like that, I was like, oh, she's in like a big ball gown. No, no, no. She's in hammer pants. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Where she can actually move her legs around and stuff with freedom. Yes. I was like, excellent. So now we know she can at least fight in these things. Oh, yeah. Of course, with the preview, you knew we were going to get to that. So but it I'm gave it good credence. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't notice in the preview that she was wearing those, I call them hammer pants, but I don't, 
whatever they're really called, I don't know. <laughs> they're, they're called hammer pants, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, they wouldn't be anything else. Maybe yeah. parachute pants, but let's no, just no, stick no. with hammer. No. Because they go like three quarters of the way down your leg, and then it splits. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And they're so baggy, you can still move around. <laughs> don't. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So... Fight's getting interesting. Things are happening. You're fighting Chow. And then all of a sudden, you know, things start going sideways. And Tilda has to come in and save Waldo. Right, yeah. Waldo's about to die. Throwing the ninja star into the side of the head of Ophella. Right. Um, and then throws the sword to Mommy. Mother. Mother. <sighs> cheese. This, this was this cheese. was it was just straight cheese. I hate coincidental. She shows up just in time to save that Waldo. nick of time BS. Yeah. That's so it's played out. Bro. We're, we're above that. That, that, that rerun. That horse is dusty. It's yeah. been beat to death so hard. So that was a big letdown. I mean, she grabs a sword, cuts dude like you said, where he you know is tickling his spine from the front. Um, and then she gets up on the stage, and they do this whole eighties. <gasps> The hair, the wind's blowing yeah. against them, and they all look. Da, 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 da. We get a Waldo look, yeah. and he's yes. just like, "Yes, yes. Like, we're bad." I mean, I'm like, "We're about to murder everybody." It was like, "Let's do this," and then wait. And yeah. I'm talking. I was waiting for James Earl Jones being the back as the coach. No, just <laughs> like God. no. I mean, where's Eric Roberts? No, no. It was like Charlie and Angels coming down the stairs together on the stage. It was. Mm-hmm. Awful. The oh, mo- it would have been okay. I'm talking. There was canned cheese going <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it was spraying the room, my TV box, my mind, my eyes, the works. And not only that, it led to nothing. Happens? It yeah. led to nothing. They all left. Chow's like, next time. And <laughs> <laughs> just walks out. I'm just like. And you just see a bunch of bodies with one yeah. crawly movie guy. The most anticlimactic. This was. Oh, it was bad. I, I I'm almost to the point of texting Al Golf and being like, "Sorry, man, that right there. If, you, if that was the intentions, we got to talk before you decide to put that on film again." Yeah, yeah. I gotta assume this was a writer or director decision. Right. If <sighs> Please tell were- me the editor was fired or something was off on this. How do you not have at least one Baron get a wound at least? Yeah, not even a scratch. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, if she would have come down and this would have happened at the beginning of the fight and then it led to what ensued and then we had a Baron die, it works. Maybe. But I'm I don't, sorry. But I don't want a Baron to die. I don't. Because I haven't got to know him enough well, yet. Well, I mean, I'm okay with it just because maybe it leads to somebody... Like, we don't have anybody to me as fearsome as Jacoby was. Well, we don't know necessarily. Yeah, we don't know. Because everybody yet. was holding a little concealed weapon. What That's if the true. next time you meet them, they have their real deal, what their specialty but is? When we you got see, to see Jacoby at full force. When you saw Jacoby on screen before he even fought, you know, you had I had goosebumps. You know, my hair stood up when I was seeing him. You mean Chubby Knuckles doesn't do that for you? Not quite. You know what I mean? He might give you a little chubby when you're over there talking about his knuckles. But outside of that, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody needed to get a wound. So you need to see a guy get slashed or... You know, I don't even, even if you give lose a good it. reason for a good scar. On yeah, a face exactly. Or you know, give him a motivation. You know, the whole Charlie's Angels cheese whiz, and then they just all leave, and that's it. Well, I mean, all of them were gone outside of Chow already. 
It nah, it wasn't, it wasn't good, though. It that wasn't. Was, that was a bad decision. It, it was a really bad decision. That's why I say this is my least favorite episode. And this episode wasn't terrible. It was just by far the least favorite, by far, of the yeah. entire series. There were just know. bad decisions made. Yeah, uh, but, but I think it suffered from creating high expectations. It really did. And then missing so many opportunities. Be honest with yourselves right now. The preview of her fight with Chow, that was the only thing that was good about the entire fight scene at all. Well, I mean, I thought Waldo. Uh, I mean, fight scenes were the, the fight. The fighting's never bad. Right, it's always but fun. That was the best part of the fight, and it was given to you early. Yeah, but I mean, damn the fight! I, my favorite thing was Quinn's entrance. Yes, yes, that type of stuff. Like I said, this episode, I put it all over social media, and people agreed is that the cinematic intros, which were multiple in this episode, right. were phenomenal. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. I just hated all the cheese and lacking and all that stuff. But then we get to the Michael Myers, Michael Myers, <laughs> Jason Voorhees. Uh, well, before first we got the, you know, your betrayal's admirable when he talks oh, to Jay, Jay yeah. and you yeah. see him running like a chicken <laughs> through the window. <laughs> okay, before we get to the, what is it, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Give me the sound effects there. I, I, I mean, like, cool right. set piece. Before we start bashing everything, you know the the what what you think is a maze, but it's really not. Not a labyrinth. It's just like a design. Yeah. Where do you find places like this? This is amazing looking. I mean, this took me back to was it Django, where it's like all back to Candyland and everything. Yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, he's running full speed. Quinn's moving. Already outside of the house. And Quinn's yeah, like I on mean, the third floor. Let's be honest with ourselves. He looks like he's several hundred yards away when Quinn sees him through the house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quinn's going to have to go downstairs, then go through the living room, then out the door. By then... Speed walking. Yeah. By then... Not even speed Ryder should be in the next county. Okay? <laughs> and here's my huge thing. And this is so silly. And any movie or any show or anything that puts this in there is like, this is a strapping dude who knows how to fight. He's in great shape. He falls down yes. after running. The whole this is like the girl with heels in a horror movie who just stumbles in mid grass. Yeah, it's so dumb. I hate that is there is not even dust left of that horse has been beaten to death so bad. <laughs> and this, I'm telling you, that could be one of the monumentally worst decisions there was. Don't tell me he's tired. He's out of gas. He stumbled. Well, I mean, he does only have two, yes. like two toes on one foot. So I, I don't don't care. That, I don't care. Not, I'm trying. I'm sorry. He, at, the, at the distance he was past his old man, he could have done a mild half jog, and he would have never caught him. And he could be, like I said, another the county. This whole bullcrap where you see him running through these hedges and Quinn's just doing the you know the I'll meandering get walk you know holding yeah. you know the with the wife beats with the, the wife mask and the you know <laughs> the <laughs> non- <laughs> and and the fall right at the statue I just like like you say super cool set really pretty to look at and stuff like that just poor decisions on how this came together you know what I mean. Don't show him running through the window. Or show Quinn running, not just striding. <sighs> or yeah. just fully commit and play the music and pay whatever uh, fees you have to. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, true. So how about the Quinn comes and gets this story about who the statue is, and Ryder's like, we're wrong. wrong. <laughs> Either way, shout Try out again. <laughs> shout out to Kronos, though. I mean, it's a great story. Kronos, but he's like, no, it's aqua something. No, it's like locked. 
Aquatis or it started yeah. with an L. I had hmm. subtitles on. I thought it was like yeah. Aqua Ten or something. I didn't like give that. a shit about it either. I thought it was a cool statue. It's all I cared about. Bad, badass statue. <laughs> I mean, I only, I only care about. I've the, seen it something similar to it before, but I only care about the history a little bit. Play video games, my you know yeah. history. <laughs> um, hey. okay, so then we get to the. They fight. Ryder, you know, comes at him a little bit, and Quinn's complimenting him. I mean, hey, I told you you had to go for it. You did, you know. And like he's almost showing you that I'm proud of you, you know. And he gets to the moment where he knocks him up to the stage, knocked him up to the, the statue, and he breaks the sword. The piddly katana. Yeah, the piddly katana. And then... That thing did what it was supposed to do. And then Ryder makes a little move, and grabs the piece of the sword, and goes to attack him. And... Quinn's like, just do it. Quinn's do, do this. It. Puts, yeah, it, puts it right to his throat, throat and then yeah. to his chest and say, do what you got to do. Take your power, da, 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 da. And he doesn't. He hesitates. And Quinn does a quick, you know, Jackie Chan move and sh- shoves him. him right up the chest there. <laughs> That's more than a shank. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and he, you know, and now this dialogue right here, I really did like was he's like, you're why did father. you hesitate? Why did you hesitate? You're you know? my father. Because you were my father, you know. Quinn carries it. Everything he carries he's the in. scene so well. Yeah. And so on. And Quinn was like, Yeah, I am your father. And now you're dead. And I was I was hoping to be like I was or something like that, but it worked. No. And, you know, and so you see Ryan going and then he pulls the, the piece of sword out. The twenty four inch blade. <laughs> yeah. That blade that fell on the ground was about I'm gonna go with twelve to sixteen inches at best. I'll give it twelve at most. At most. The blade that came out of him. Was over half the sword. I mean, failure, prop master. Would have gone out his back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Into the ground. Hear that or come up out of his mouth. <laughs> okay. Look and badass pulling it out. I, here's my next problem. Okay. You ever grabbed a sword before? What happens to your hand? You ever grabbed any blade before? Nothing. And if you shove it into somebody, your hand's going to slide up the blade. You might lose a few fingers, you, you know, especially if you have more. to put it through the chest plate of a human being. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? When this happened, I was like, okay, Quinn's going to pull back and his hand's going to be covered from his hand be bleeding. Da, da, da. He pulls that two-foot blade out of him, <laughs> flings it over, and you've, I slow-moed it. You see his hand open up, nothing. Yeah. You know, I guess this was the dullest container. But Edgar you know, falls and slices his hand wide open. <laughs> on his own sword. On his own sword. That's but what I'm talking about. Edgar. You have shown this earlier this season that even this day, fall on your, you know, and graze your own sword, your hands require stitches. It's so severe. <laughs> and he takes this katana blade, like I said. Shoves like, it in. Shoves and it pulls it out. And pulls it out. Nothing. Nothing. His hands are pure callus. <laughs> it's like working leather. No mitts. wonder he got so mad at Edgar. He was like, look, Edgar, I'm pulling blades out with my bare hands. <laughs> yeah, I mean, That's why a writer hesitated. He's like, but it's going to cut my fingers off. <laughs> These are not working hands. Oh, yeah, really. They're delicate mitts. You yeah. know? <sighs> It'll split my bones. Yeah. Jade shows up. Ryder! Ryder! I like how Quinn just kind of like waves at her. That was his way by. <laughs> yeah, deuces. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Be back for you tomorrow. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and Finn. Cre- you know. Credits. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> um, a complete episode without Sonny. Bad decision. 
Not, I didn't mind it. It, just, it didn't like, bother it, me. It just missed opportunities a lot. Yeah, it really didn't bother me. Like I said, the episode was entertaining all the way through. You get rid of the cheese whiz that was in a lot of places. You know, the details that were off, spending too long with Vale in some parts. And plus, last episode was heavy sunny. Yes, it was. So, I, I, it was fun. That wasn't the issue. That was not the issue. No, it was, it it was cheese parts. It was missed opportunities. I mean, Lacking me, in other parts. It was just missed because I feel like there was 10 minutes in there that was overused and we could have given that to either A, Sonny, or B, more of getting to know the Barons. Me totally about the Barons. I, I was okay with Sonny not being this episode. I think if we put Sonny in there, that was just one too many storylines going on. This one had plenty. I mean, heck, you could have left the MK thing off and I'd have been happy. You could have been um, just a... If they don't show the flying... It was a Kung Lee kick. <laughs> the flying Dutchman over there. Ah, man. This, I know. That has to go yeah. away. That has never looked cool. No. Not ever. So, yeah. I mean, they're just. I, this was just a few missteps in our opinion, you know. But I have no doubt that next episode is going to make up for it. Uh, the, you preview know, the preview awesome. looks amazing. Jade looks like one of the fiercest uh, barons we have. Yeah. So future Baron, future Baron, and then we also get the we we get to meet the traitor, not the tra- you know the guy who's going to give you know for the sword is going to help him get through passages of the wall. He looks awesome, dude. A great little Mad Maxy looking character. Yeah. See, this is another example where and we get to see the sword again. The casting director right now is shooting at ninety eight percent. Chubby Knuckles is so far the only one that's a downer. Okay, <laughs> okay. he really just need to be bigger. Well. I'm just hoping they are redemptive when you get to see him with a real weapon and maybe see him in action that makes him a formidable foe that we didn't get with the chubby knuckles. I feel like if he was like the size of D'Onofrio's character in The Magnificent Seven, then like I think that person could have pulled off those knuckles if they were content on doing it. I, I agree with you. A yeah. ball and chain would have been cool. But I mean, yeah. How do you hide a ball and chain? You just fucking just drop that some bitch out of your sleeve, you know. What I mean, it don't have to be a big ball. To it, it could be something. It could be a golf a, ball. A, a, well, baseball. <laughs> You're gonna be okay with a golf ball? Like, I'm just dude, thinking that about, would do damage. So. I mean, you could you imagine the damage. If you that would was do? just a solid metal ball on a chain. Oh yes. Can hit me with a sword, please. <laughs> yeah, really. I want to die a lot sooner than that. I don't, I don't want my I don't face crushed. <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> without you without metal golf ball, no cheekbones left. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I don't want my orbital. I don't want my orbital socket to be back behind my ear. I want to eat with teeth, <laughs> not through straws, the rest of my life. Yeah, no. Give me the uh, sword. Yes, I'm with you, man. Yeah, the preview looks looks jacked. I, I thought it's awesome. Yeah. And I'll tell you something else about the preview. The preview looks like they're going to be heavy, sunny, all sunny, and a little. Well, they show Jade and her little deal, you yeah. know. But I think they were going to focus on those two things more than anything. I think we'll get a lot of. Uh, I think we'll get some more veil. Well, I think we get Vale every episode, so I don't know. We get. I, I can hold off for another week with her. So it's just one of those things, man. Yeah. But like I said, you know, I still love the show to death. I think it's one of the most imaginary, one of the better things on TV. We just we had a misstep this episode. Just a misstep. Yeah. All everything not from the all, title to the totally. cheese whiz. I mean, it's still a great episode. It was just we saw a lot more flaws in this one than we have in previous ones. Yeah, I mean, we usually spend most of our time just praising every little inch, and we just spent a lot of time with the barbecue out this time. <laughs> it was so. due. It was due an episode that disappointed. You know, it's summertime. You know, you got to get to the coals out and everything. That's right. Have a little fun with it. Yeah. That's right. Guys, what do y'all think? Were we on the mark? Were we too critical? Were we not too critical? You know, 
how could it have been better? What's your thoughts? Man, we'd love to hear from you. If you if you got a thought, hit us up on social media. We're at Twitter. We're on Facebook, you know, at Bleed TV Podcast, BleedTV at gmail.com as well. We'd love to hear your thoughts and everything else. Um, and just, you know, it's a good way to converse and get some uh, different opinion. And sometimes, believe it or not, we have a lot of people who talk to us and kind of change our opinion on some stuff. They give us some information, things we might have missed. And it just makes that episode that much better and that much more enjoyable, you know, to make sure you get caught every little thing. So don't be afraid to hit that up. But other than that, guys, I think we're going to call tonight. We're looking forward to next week. I'm Bleed PT, and this I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Gash. We'll see you all next week. Yeah.